your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, it's Friday. And Drew just walked in, Drew Kelly, Wisdom News, WKTY. We're going to do right right off the bat. We're going to do a little free-for-all Friday, a little sports Friday. If you want to get in here, call text 608-785-7914. I haven't watched a baseball game since the Brewers lost, so if you're going to talk baseball, you're going to have to ask Drew. He's going to be in here for a couple minutes. Hi, Drew. Hi. Uh, Drew, obviously, has been covering high school football all season long. Uh, who, Who have you seen the most, do you think? Uh, probably Central. Central. Probably about four games of Central. Okay, and tonight you're headed to? Holman. Sparta at Holman. Sparta at Holman. And this game could very well ha- determine, I mean, it, it, win or it's lose? A, yeah. If Sparta, if Sparta loses, they're out of the conversation of winning the MVC. If they win, it all kind of depends on what happens with Sparta and on Alaska, or Holman and on Alaska next week. Okay. So, but Sparta has to win to be in the conversation. Holman, who has won the last three years, if they win, they basically set up a showdown with on Alaska for the conference championship game next week. So we have two great, the, the like the the way the schedules work. You know, yeah. it's going to be two great weeks of like. And that, on Alaska that. plays Central, too, which is obviously no pushover. They're going to uh, obviously give them a, a good game as well. So, yeah, the last two weeks have been uh, has been crazy. Sparta beat Central last week, 38-33. So, I mean, all the all the good games are like the last three weeks of yeah. the season, it seems like. I don't know how those guys do it with the schedule making, but yeah. they're they're doing it right. And they I feel like they do this right every year. At the end of the year, we always have, oh, the two teams that are going to win conference yeah. are actually playing in the final week. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it wor- definitely has worked out, and... Uh, the the fan bases. I mean, every game is just packed. I mean, the stands you can't get a seat essentially. So I mean, we we had to go there earlier to Holman to set up our broadcast equipment because uh, we're going to be in the stands and people are already setting up their blankets and people are already setting up their uh, seats to to watch tonight's game. How many blankets do you bring? Uh, well, I need about fifteen. <laughs> actually, but I actually don't bring blankets myself. I probably could. Sp- you could hook up a little space heater because you need the electricity anyway. So. Me and. Uh, uh, Fish, who did uh, games on uh, Classic Hits 94.7 on the Caledonia. Caledonia. We had a space heater, um, and the scoreboard shut off. And I can't necessarily blame <laughs> the power outage of the entire stadium happening because of us, but I yeah. don't well, know if I want to try that route again. So no space heater, no, no uh, space heater. hooked to the scoreboard, at least. Maybe just maybe bring some kindling and just start a little fire yeah. in the stadium. The, the bleachers are aluminum. I yeah. think you could get yeah, a little they should fire. Be able to, as long as yeah. you're in the bleachers. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Sparta at Holman tonight. What do you have? What do you expect? Like, are these two teams that love love to run? I'm guessing, yeah. right? No, really, uh, good running teams. Uh, last week it was 38-33 with Central, and their defense isn't as good as Holman's. Holman's going to be a lot more grinded out to keep the ball in their possession as much as possible. I suspect more like a 28-25, 21-17 type game. Um, but yeah, I doubt, if there's more than 15 passes in the game, I'll be shocked, quite frankly. Oh, was it warm out last week? You said blankets last week, so we're yeah, getting to the point where football is getting cold. Yeah, now. I mean it was it was a little chilly last week, but this is obviously a different level. Yeah, I mean, we've you, gone you've down. got yeah, you've gone from mid 60s to like 41. Yeah, so that'll be different too to see how the players handle that. I used to hate hate that during football because I'd be all drenched in sweat and then go into halftime. Like it's just you then not go, you don't go anywhere and after right. you just go stand on the sidelines and shiver and be frozen and like yeah. can we go play because I'm freezing yeah 
Uh, not quite the tough guy football. So <laughs> this all sets up next week. We'll bring you in next week to talk about that. But real quick, you're also headed to uh, well headed to um, Veterans Memorial Field tomorrow yeah, like or, uh, tomorrow for UW Stout at UWL. Yep. Can we expect like a, a, a tough game there? Yeah. No. Uh, UW Stout almost beat uh, UW Oshkosh, which is usually in the top ten in the country. Uh, lost to them twenty three twenty, and UWL's lost two straight games, so they need to, they need to get back on track and get a win here in conference play. And they finally get back home. It's been like three weeks because they had a bye week and they had a trip out to uh, North Dakota. Then last week they were at a rain delay for three hours, so like it's just been a disaster uh, every time they've been on the roads. But they finally get back home. Um, should be. Pretty good weather. I don't think any wind at all like that. So, I mean, it should be a good uh, excuse to get out yeah, there and watch the Yeah, last week they threw six interceptions. In which is, I mean, obviously, just don't throw six interceptions. Yeah, no, that definitely would help. Yeah, definitely. okay. All right, Drew's headed to Sparta at home, and thanks, Drew. Peace. And if you guys want to listen to Drew and Grant on the call, too, Grant Grant Bills and Drew Kelly on the call, 6.50 p.m. on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 5.80 a.m. Again, Sparta at Holman. Or go over to Holman. That's going to be a good game. Drew also said on Alaska and Central is going to be a good game. I believe that game's at uh, on Alaska. I'm pretty sure. Uh, two great f- high school football games coming up. This is getting to be like my favorite time of year. And when you talk about football, this is I, I, I talk about how I hate playing. I hated playing football when it was cold like this. Uh, but I love watching football when it's cold like this. I, I kind of like being... Uh, when sitting in the stands and, and watching games like this in the fall, I, I'm not a big fan of super hot, 80 degree weather games like that. It's just not, not for me. 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I got to turn that on now. We're on Facebook Live as well. We will hopefully at some point have a WIZM app. Where you can just listen right on the Wisdom app. Shouldn't have emailed me that information if you didn't want that known, Brian. Uh, <laughs> but that's coming up, and when that we launch that officially, I'll let you guys know. But now, Drew, I gave him I gave him enough time, I think, to get back into the newsroom. So we're gonna head over there, I believe. If not, then I'll do the news. But I believe Drew's back in the newsroom. So we're gonna take a quick break, do news, and we'll be back. Free for all. Friday, Sports Friday. I like to throw sports in the mix. So if you guys want to talk sports, please call me and let's talk sports right here on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Free for all Friday, little sports Friday. You guys want to call in 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. I made a mistake. On Alaska is at Central tonight. Central's homecoming. Someone text in. I say someone text in, but I know who text in. Tom text in. He said he he corrected me. It was at Central. My bad. He said the uh, Central High School parade went by his house today. He was very excited about that. Central's also celebrating Coach D's fiftieth year with Central High School. If anyone wants to. Uh, call in and talk about coach d i'm not going to pretend to be able to pronounce his name so somebody can call me and and just let people know i don't know i'm not up on uh coach d 
and all he does for Central. But somebody out there probably is. If you want to call in, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. And uh, losing track here. Here we go. Central on Alaska. Central's homecomings. Uh, right now, on Alaska, 6-1. and one. They're 4-0 and in conference, automatically into the playoffs. Central is 4-3. and three. Now, Central is 2-2 two and two in the Mississippi Valley Conference, so this is a big game for the, for the Red Raiders. They need to be at 500 or better, better to get into conference play. They're 2-2 two and two right now. Tough game against Onalaska this weekend. And then I think next week they've got an easier game, but it's football, so you never know. All right, we're going to go to the phones here. Yeah, who's this? This is Darren. Hey, Darren. What you got? Well, it's uh, Coach Tegatano. Okay. And he is, uh, he's been coaching uh, multiple sports over at uh, Central for 50 years. And so that's uh, that's pretty uh, great run. And he's retiring at the end of this year. So that's what they're uh, celebrating. All right. Yeah. And that'll be some extra motivation to give it to Onalaska tonight then too, huh? Well, well, yeah, I think your homecoming is always exciting for homecoming, and you always kind of want to win on your homecoming. But, uh, yeah, more importantly, if you think about 50 years of service to the the kids and uh, that come through Central High School that know uh, Coach Dagatano, they they know that um, they were surely blessed to have him as a coach. Yeah, you think you could put up with high school kids for 50 years? (laughs) <laughs> That's funny you should say that because, yeah, I, I, I am putting up with uh, high school kids. Oh, nice. So it's, uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, I haven't done it for 50 years, but uh, uh, anyone that does it, you know, that's, that's good stuff. And I tip my hat to Coach Pegatano, um as a coach and as a, a teacher in the school district about the cross. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, Darren, for the call. Coach Degatano, they're celebrating him over at Central tonight, the Central High School homecoming. They're playing on Alaska, giant game for the Mississippi Valley Conference. Sounds like a sounds like you should go there now if you're planning on going there because it's going to be packed. I can tell you that. I don't even I don't even have to guess that it's going to be packed. I know it's going to be packed. Uh and like I said, Central's two and two in conference, so they need to. You know, they're, they they could be three and three if they lose this week and win next week. But you're you're. I think you're on the bubble if you're 500 in conference. You're on the bubble for getting in or not. Sometimes into the playoffs, but there's also seeding at to, to happen here too. So if you're, you know, it looks a lot better if you're four and two in conference than if you're three and three. All right. So thanks for that. That was that was great. I got a couple of texts to uh, some phonetic spelling of Degatano. I can look at that now and, and go, oh, yeah, Degatano. I can read that. No problem. Uh, I don't know who texts that. If you want to text me in who you are so I can put your name to these texts, feel free. Mr. 608 number. Um, and Tom P. And, and Brent, thanks a lot for texting me that stuff. That's great. I love, I love to hear that stuff. Uh, meanwhile... Drew's going to be at Holman covering Sparta and Holman. Also, <laughs> one of the bigger games that's on WKTY. Holman undefeated in conference, four and zero, six and one overall. Sparta, guess what? 
They're four and one in conference, six and one overall too. So that's essentially, you know, depending on how things play out, two weeks to go in the high school football season. And uh, it, it's all going to come down. Like this, these games are going to decide conference on Alaska Sparta Holman. We're going to see what happens. Uh, high school football, when Darren mentioned uh, how everyone gets geared up for homecoming no matter what. My, my last homecoming I, that I played in, I broke my leg senior year, so I can't remember if I played if this was my senior year or my junior year homecoming. We were winning the game. I believe there was under a minute to go, and we were punting. We were up one with under a minute to go, and we had to punt. There might have been just seconds to go. Obviously, it's like 25 years ago, so I'm having – this is like 1996 or 7. So we had to punt inside our own territory, punters in the end zone, and we snapped it over his head for his safety. I think it went off his hands. He had to jump up to get it. And our punter at the time, Dave Gassner, went on to pitch at Purdue and then went on to pitch a couple of a couple of games for the Minnesota Twins. Didn't have his glove on and probably needed his baseball glove. He jumped up to catch the high snap. It went through his hands out the back of the end zone. Safety. We lose the game by one point. <laughs> Many, one of many high school football stories, tragic high school football stories I have. Uh, we were decent senior year, too. Uh, I didn't get to play. I got to play like three or four games before getting, I was a offensive tackle, and I was blocking on a play at Berlin, Berlin High School in Berlin, Wisconsin. And running back was running behind me, got tackled into the back of my left leg. I broke my fibula, which is the little bone in your leg, tore all the ligaments in my ankle. And that was it for me. I didn't come back until a couple weeks into basketball season. And I think we beat the eventual state champs in basketball. And then I played the next day. Go figure. (laughs) So that's uh, some of my high school tragic story, uh, high school football tragedy stories. If you guys have any uh, good stories like that, Good stories. If you guys have better stories than that, I you know what I can do that too. The rest of this hour is I'll I'll trickle in a couple of uh, terrible high school football stories from my past. I've done that on WKTY years ago. Uh, it was a it was a fun hour <laughs> of of just breaking down everything. I think I did that during opening weekend of football. Uh, other things that I I wanted to talk about is obviously this. If you guys haven't been paying attention today there was a break-in at the ymca and lacrosse the doll ymca there's video if you check out wisdomnews.com the lacrosse police had some video of this guy white male wearing a uw lacrosse sweatshirt they're they're looking for him there's good pictures if you go and look uh, you know there are comments on the post that the police share their comments there about who maybe this guy is. Somebody said that he's homeless. Other people are say he's from UWL, but they're just making assumptions because he has a UWL sweatshirt on. Uh, yeah, if you go, yeah, the comments, the comments kind of go crazy too, especially when it's stuff like this. And it's the video is awful. Like the dude's in the lobby at the Dahl YMCA, and he's just 
punching computers and pushing them over and throwing stuff. And I uh, broke into the window by West Avenue to get into the building. And I walked around in there a little bit. Obviously, the section is closed off, so you can't get back there. But you can see a window broke. And um, there's like, I don't know if it's paint or, you know, splattered everywhere, splattered on the windows. So he, he did quite a bit of damage. And, you know, there's there's really no excuse for that. And you got to wonder, like, what he was on. He's on drugs. He was drinking. It was 2.15 in the morning on a, you know, this, this morning, essentially. So the Y was closed for a couple hours just to kind of get things straightened out and get things sorted out. Uh, so yeah, go check if you want to go check that video on wisdomnews.com. There's pictures there that you can check. Maybe you know that this guy. If you do, Lacrosse Police would love to hear from you. There, uh, you know, just Google the Lacrosse Police number if you're going to go online. You're going to know. There's, there's also if you wanted to be anonymous about it. There's Lacrosse Area Crime Stoppers. They've got just Google that. They've got a tip line that you could just rena- remain anonymous. But yeah, I'm sure uh, people would love to find this dude because he, you know, like it's all, this is a place a lot of people in the community go. So it's a little bit like, oh, you get a little fired up about stuff like that. And then just reading some of the comments, you know, some people said a lot of, a couple other businesses were broken into and, and that's, hasn't been prevalent in my social media timeline. I haven't seen that. But maybe other other people, you know, Facebook's got its algorithms and other people follow other things and, and see. So if you guys know of other businesses that have been broken into last night or the, early this morning, give me a call. Give me a text, 608-785-7914. Or was this just a, you know, a, a random incident by some some dude maybe on maybe on drugs, maybe drunk, maybe mad at the mad at the why for something? I don't know. All right, we're going to take another break. We're going to hit Scott's comment. Drew's going to do one more newscast before he heads over to the football game, bundled up in his winter coat. Grant's going to be even more bundled up because he's got to do the video for the game, I believe. So he'll be on top of the press box recording the game. Thank you, Grant, for that. All right, we'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I got caught reading a story there. I was like, oh, yeah, outcast. Oh, that, wait. Doing a show. No, I'm just kidding. I was stalling. Outcast is my stall. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. I, I was, we, we talked high school football to begin the show and just the, the implications for playoffs that are happening tonight and next week with uh, especially Central, and it's Central's homecoming tonight. But uh, it, it, while we were doing that, I also mentioned I have a pretty tragic football history when it comes to, oh, and I just remembered another one. Oh, it's the worst. I just it, It's been a long time since I've played football in, in a capacity where it's not flag football, which is super fun. I love playing flag football. Glory days. It's all everyone. The only problem with playing flag football with other people who have a different mindset than me is when we play glory days football, some people love to, even if it's flag, they still want to kind of hit you. And I don't know if they want to hurt you, but they, they like that, like, oh, yeah, big the big hit type deal. And that's I, I was never one of those people that wanted to play football to 
light a guy up. And that's kind of the the mindset even in the NFL has changed nowadays where those big hits, instead of us, you know, consumers watching the NFL or even if you're at a gamer on TV and you see that big hit, we don't automatically go, oh, yeah, what a hit. Awesome. I think the first thing we think is, oh, penalty? Is that a penalty? Or, oh, man, is he hurt? I mean, that's it's not the worst thing to think is, you know, oh, man, I hope he's okay. Or, wow, that guy really led with his head. He's probably going to be concussed. You know, that we, we actually have a little bit more of a caring mindset because back in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, even ESPN used to do the, <laughs> I think they used to do segments where it was just, I don't remember what it was called anymore, but. It was just a montage of dudes spearing other dudes and, un, you know, players indefensible and they, they exposed to tragic hits. And uh, not what happened to me when I when I broke my leg in football, but I, I just I jotted a couple of these down. Oh, and that was I, I, I remember the one other one is uh, my college football, my short stint in college football. But uh, one of my First and worst things that this is maybe the like the worst thing that happened to me to start the the when when I look at all the the check marks that oh man my high school football career was awful in regards to this 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 and this the the first thing that set it off was I I played tight end as a sophomore and the seniors on the team didn't like that because the tight end that was supposed to play he was a senior and he just didn't go out I think he wanted to play basketball and not and focus on that. And, and so he didn't go out for football. He was, uh, his name, Jim Forsetto. Uh, he, uh, didn't go out, didn't want to play. And, and so I got stuck playing as a sophomore. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was one of the fastest guys on the team, but I didn't have, I had no idea how to play receiver, even though that's what I did every day at recess growing up is, is play receiver and stuff like that. But I just remember coach yelling at me because I didn't run a route right at one point. He took my helmet and put it on and he got, and he's, and he's this big burly guy. And this, this plays into a couple other stories, but he's this, his, his coach sex. It was this big burly guy with a big old beer gut. He's like six foot four, former defensive end in like a, I think he played uh, in a division three college setting or maybe two. I can't remember what, maybe Carthage, something like that. But he was just a, Big old guy, you know, and as as high school kids, you're just like, wow. He's... And uh, he used to hunker down during practice and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so you'd see him like 20, 30 yards away, hunkered, you know, almost in the like fetal position, hunkered down. And he's got the mesh jersey on, like a, a practice jersey, the mesh practice jersey. It wasn't long enough. So his beer belly like definitely like stuck out the almost stuck out the bottom. And then he had those polyester shorts on that were way too short. Your basic, you know, gym teacher cliche, gym teacher short. That's what he wore. So he definitely had all that going. And then he'd hunker down and he'd smoke cigarettes during practice. Or maybe like before or after practice, if we're getting a water break, he was getting a, he was having a cigarette break. And he talked like this. Come on, Rick. And he he took my helmet off because he took my helmet because I didn't know how to run routes as a 15-year-old. As a sophomore, very intimidated, playing with seniors that didn't want me on the team, didn't want me starting at varsity, and he just starts sprinting like these this flag route. It's weird what I remember. He starts sprinting a flag route. This is how you do it, and he's 
sprints down the field and has the quarterback throw him a pass, and I still never got it. I, just, I never figured it out. Um, and uh, so anyway, I did play tight end. I did get some thrown pass, passes thrown to me, and the first time that ever happened, we decided to run a double reverse pass. So not just a not a sweep, and then not a reverse of a sweep. So the play is supposed to go one way. Now it's a trick play. And then it's a double trick play because now we're not doing a reverse. We're doing a reverse pass and I'm wide open and I'm, we're down, a, we're down under a touchdown. So we're either down five, four, three points to, to win the game. It's the fourth quarter. They throw this double reverse pass. I'm running a flag route. I, the pass is right to me and I'm turning up field to run before I catch the ball and I just dropped it. And that's, that, that was the beginning of the end for me and like as a tight end. So I don't remember the reaction, anything about that. I remember the assistant coach whose kid actually played for the Seattle Seahawks for a while. I remember assistant coach Summers just, you know, mentioning, yeah, you, you started the run before you caught the ball and, and that was your mistake and trying to like ease the, ease the pain. Cause everyone else is really pissed at me. Stupid sophomore on varsity. Um, so that started, uh, the double reverse pass, pass came into play again. We played Wapaka, the number one ranked team in our division. I think we were D2. Wapaka was a, was, went on to win state that season. So we went into practice all week going, we're running the double reverse pass, the first play of the game, and we're throwing it to Rick. And that's what we're going to do to start this game. While Packa is a team that we're not going to beat unless we do some trickery. And that's what we decided to do. And before the game, we're doing warm-ups and everything. And I remember all the seniors on the team. There's like four or five of them. The quarterback was a senior at that point. All those seniors just come up. You better you better catch this pass, Solom. If you drop this pass, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, just remember, that was the pregame as we're warming up. Every senior would come periodically and, t- and tell me... And just yell at me, and it was it was wonderful. I just I tell you, it really boosted my confidence. And uh, I remember after I dropped that game winning pass, I bought some Newman gloves, so I had sticky. I think I went into that. I got these gloves; they're sticky. I'm not going to drop this pass. And sure enough, we run the double reverse. I'm I'm wide open. I catch the ball. I run. I get 60 yards downfield, and I get tackled. And the dude that tackled me, I think, was a at least an all conference cornerback. He might have been all state. I could say all state, right? Nobody's going to remember. And what we went on to kick a field goal. We tried to throw me another pass in the end zone. I just it was over my head, and uh, we went on to kick a field. We got it three points. I think it might have been only three points. We scored the whole game. And after the game, I remember coach coming up to me, and and we just you know like he just kind of mentioned, and I said, yeah, coach. Had I known that guy was right behind me, I probably would have run faster. And he just, his eyes got really big, like, and he didn't understand what I was saying because he heard what I say, said was I didn't run full speed because I thought I had a touchdown, a trick play, which isn't actually what I was thinking. What I was thinking is instinctively, had I known, you know, if you were in the jungle and a tiger was chasing you, you would probably run faster, maybe run beyond your capabilities because you're going to die. A tiger a tiger is chasing you and go, is going to kill you. So that's kind of what I was trying to convey to my coach, but that's not what he heard. He was not happy. Uh, so that was that was another kind of tragic. I, I didn't get to, uh, to score against the eventual state champs. Eric from Sparta is calling in. Go ahead, Eric. 
Yeah, this is a free fall phrase, so I guess I thought I'd call in and give a little constructive criticism to your program today. And by all means, with all due respect to you, because this is your show, but I find it really a waste of airtime for your for you to promote your personal failures in sports to waste time on something that's trivial and inconsequential and it means absolutely nothing as this does. It, it really is. I'm sad for you. I really am. Thank you very much. I appreciate your show. Bye. A roller coaster there. Sad for me. Waste of time. Doesn't like telling stories. Seems like he doesn't appreciate my show. But he's listening, so thanks for that. Anyway, I'll get back to you. Uh, I've got two more, two more tragic high school football stories I'd love to tell. And a, one involves my coach, Coach Sexton, and who smoked during practice. I, uh, our little chat after I broke my leg, was I just remembered that a couple minutes ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is great. So I'm going to tell you that story when we come back. On Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Telling tragic high school football stories as we are two weeks out from the end of high school football season and the weather is getting cold and it got me a little nostalgic about high school football. And I think my story sprung a little story that Southside Tom remembers about your time in high school, Tom. Yeah, it was 1977 or 1978. I was a school photographer. One of my friends was on the team, and he came across to me on the sidelines and said, I'm going to go run down the field and catch the ball. You get 30 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. When I turn around to catch the ball, take the picture, it startled the opposition because I had a flash, you know, a flash unit. Yep. Anyway, uh, we scored a a touchdown. I believe we actually won the game, only because the photographer made a flash of light, and the opposition flinched, and our man Andy caught the ball and ran it down the field. Nice. That's awesome, Tom. Thanks for that story. You betcha. I remember that. Well, I was one years old in 1979. Uh Phil texted in, Rick, I like the humanization of you. Now I know why you are a leftist. You have been a victim your entire life. Now you are a lacrosse radio pinnacle. <laughs> uh, all right, thanks, Phil, I think. Um, Candace texts in, Eric needs to stop listening to the show if he doesn't like it. He has no control. He has the control to listen or not listen, grow up and stop being immature because the show isn't something he likes. I feel like everyone can relate to uh, playing high school sports, too. So, I don't know. Um, all right, back to... I only got a couple minutes here, so I want to get into... I want to get to the best part of my story. Along with uh, dropping a game-winning pass and then being caught from behind against the eventual state champs uh, and, and all the seniors yelling at me, I want to get to you know my, my coach telling t- t- talking to me after I broke my leg, which I didn't know I had done, just my leg hurt. But I got number three on... Go ahead, number three. Uh, I, I like your show, but we'll talk politics Monday. I like to hear your stories of growing up. Do you like politics better or tragic high school football stories? Uh, politics better. Okay. All right, thanks. Hey, 
Keep your powder dry. I will. All right. I, you know, this is like the getting to know Rick Friday is what's going on. And <laughs> Phil with the, the text is pretty funny. But, okay, so I get tackled. Again, I'm in Berlin. In, in fact, uh, dropping the game-winning pass against Berlin, I also missed the game-winning free throw in basketball against Berlin. I made a game-tying free throw with zero time left on the clock. Um, also against Berlin, I, I get my running back gets tackled into my leg. I break I break my leg, but I'm just lying on the ground, hurt and injured. And my coach straddles me. He's got legs on both sides of me, and he's like, he goes, my coach who smoked during practice, his his voice, what's wrong? And I'm like, uh, my leg it hurts. You know, I, I don't know. I'm a 15 year old kid. And I don't know what to tell. Or six, nah, it's probably 17 at the point. And he's like, get up. Walk it off, and so of course I try to get up and and I try to walk it off, and and that doesn't work at all, and 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 that was it. it was and I went to the hospital, which was across the road, thankfully in Berlin. But uh, we got one more caller here. Caller, go ahead. Hey, yeah. Um, did did he just say a little bit ago that he was one years old? One years old. I was one years old. In 1979, when Tom took that picture at that high school football game, I remember it well. Yeah, if you want to like critique me on saying one years old or one year old, I was one years old. That's what I said. Uh, also, real happy about this. Hoka's Coma Falls is getting $460,000 in disaster relief. I just thought I'd mention that. It's on the wisdomdews.com website with a cool picture of this golden retriever. If you click on the story. All right, that's all the time I got for, for you guys. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk politics on Monday.